Hello, Internet World. Thank you for tuning in to On the Shelf, a podcast by Raleigh, North Carolina's Quail Ridge Books Teen Advisory Board. Hello, everyone. We're back with another episode of On the Shelf. Uh, we took a break last week. If you guys were wondering why there wasn't a new episode to drop, it's because we were doing our planning episode. Uh, or our planning session, which means that we basically planned out uh, the next three months worth of, worth of episodes. So there are a lot of fun things coming your way soon. So get excited about that. Um, today, we're going to be discussing our bucket list books, uh, which surprisingly is a conversation we've never had before, which now that I'm thinking about it is definitely surprising considering how many episodes we have. But we've got Jada and Caroline here. Um, and so it should be a fun episode. And of course, we can just start off with our on our shelf segment, as always. Okay, um, I'll just go then, if that's fine. I'm Caroline. I am currently reading, um, I just started the Atlas 6, which is like dark academia-ish. I'm not super far into like the thick of the plot. I'm still in like the lead up sort of part of it, but it's like about the Alexandrian library and like magic people get chosen to watch over it and it's like a contest. I don't know much about it. It is adult, so a lot of adult books that I've been reading lately. And then for school right now, I'm reading The Song of Solomon by Toni Morrison, which is about, I have no idea what it's about. Even though I'm like halfway through, I have no idea how to describe the plot but it's really good so far. So yeah. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> um, hi guys, it's Jada. Currently what's on my shelf is um, The Cost of Knowing by Brittany Morris. I finished The Hazelwood a couple of days ago. Absolutely loved it. I'm going to read the next one um, soon. But this book I bought from Target. It's really good so far. Um, I'll tell you like a, a tad bit about it. Pretty much it's about um, this boy named Alex who... When he touches things in the palm, palm of his hand, he can pretty much see the future or like uh, the future of himself holding the item or just like the future of the item that he's touching. Um, but pretty much he's going to see the future of his younger brother, Isaiah, dying. So he's going to try to, of course, prevent that and just like talking about like the future in the past and whatnot. But it's really good so far. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what it's about. Nice. Um, so right now I'm still reading the inheritance games, which I think I mentioned before. Um, it's still going really good. I also started reading things fall apart, which I've been meaning to read for a long time. Um, I was going to read it for English. Then I switched schools. It's not on the syllabus. So I still wanted to read it. It's really interesting so far. Um, for those who don't know, it's a book about, uh, a chief of a tribe in, I think, think it's like in sub-saharan africa i can't remember which region um in like the late 1800s during the time of like colonialism and imperialism and uh, it's sort of charting his journey and sort of like the horrors of what happened to his tribe and everything and it's it's considered like a classic of african uh literature and i'm really enjoying it so far it's definitely really interesting uh and then in english i'm about to start reading the metamorphoses by ovid which is like a roman author that wrote a lot of like myth type things so <clears throat> today for our bucket list books this is going to be sort of a traditional like 
reading list type episode like we often have. Um, but we'll have some discussion questions at the end. But to get started, I'll just kind of ask in general, what is your your reading list for the books that are on your bucket list? Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm shaking my head because I literally have so many books. Um, like I have like a whole page list on my phone, but I'll just be like read a couple off because it's like way too many to name. Um, but w- one of them I can take off. Um, excuse me while the ugly cry. I recently bought that at Target like the other day, so I can technically take that off. Um, but I'll just do like the first couple ones, the Gilded Ones by Namina Forna. Queen of Rain by Tracy Binghart, Happily Ever After by Elise Bryant, Roman and Jewel, Dana Davis, Early Departure, Justin A. Reynolds, The Sound of Stars, Alicia Dow, Charming as a Verb, Ben Philippi. Um, skipping down, I want to read Six of Crows. I can finally take off the Hazelwood because I've recently finished that. Um, Ace of Spades, which everyone I think has been talking about like of late. <laughs> Um, I'll Be the One by Lila Lee. This was actually Caitlin's recommendation. She said this like a couple episodes ago. Uh, You'll Be the Death of Me by Karen McManus. She was the the author who made um, One of Us is Lying, and that seems pretty good. Um, Gilded by Marissa Mayer that recently came out, I think this month. So I want to read that. Um, the Harry Potter series, of course, by J.K. Rowling. I recently watched the movies, loved them. So I'm going to finally start reading the books. Um, Gone Girl, I saw the movie, but I haven't read the book. Uh, Turtles All the Way Down, at least I talked about this book a lot. Um, oh, Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany D. Jackson. Um, and then I saw this one in Barnes & Noble. It was called The Right Side of Reckless by Whitney D. Grandison. And then there's obviously a lot more, but I don't want to bore you guys. But those are like pretty much like the heavy hitters that have been on the list for like ever, but I haven't read them. Um, so I can go. Mine's a lot of classics because for me, I mean, I'll touch on this later, but like current or books are less bucket list and more like to be read sort of books. But I mean, both are kind of the same. But The Great Gatsby, um, Pride and Prejudice slash like all of Jane Austen I want to read at some point. Uh, Jane Eyre, The Picture of Dorian Gray, Dracula, The Nightingale, um, The Secret History by Don Tart, The Diary of Anne Frank, The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern, and then Little Fires Everywhere, which the last three are all that like, or no, the last two are ones that I own and like are super on my like to be read lists that are like priority, I guess. Nice. Okay. So actually some of the ones, some of the ones you just said, I wrote down on my list because I kind of forgot that they were on my list, but they are. Um, I also have so many, a lot of them are classics, but uh, I want to read a bunch more of Toni Morrison because I read Beloved and it was so good. And I heard you talking about Song of Solomon, but she just has such an amazing style of writing. Like, her prose is just so gorgeous and every like it's like every sentence she writes is so full of meaning that and and also she's just like a classic of all time she's you know I really want to read a lot more of her um I also want to read so I read the biography of Maya Angelou like I uh, I know why the cage bird sings and then I recently found out 
that she actually wrote like a whole series of autobiographies, uh, which makes sense because I know what the cage birth thinks only like it ended with her pregnancy, which was pretty young. So like that's, you know, there's a whole rest of her life that wasn't included in that autobiography. So she has like four others um, that kind of chart different stages of her life. So that seems really interesting to me. Um, Emma is the only like full length Jane Austen novel that I have not yet read. There are others that I haven't read that were like unfinished um, before she died, but that's the only one I haven't read that's full length. And it's also one of the most popular ones. So it's insane to me that I haven't read it yet. So that's definitely on my list. Um, let's see, 100 Years of Solitude is on my list, um, which it's kind of a classic of um, Latin American magical realism, um, which I love magical realism, first of all. And it just sounds, I don't know, it sounds romantic and beautiful and really the kind of thing that I'd really enjoy. Um, Night by Ellie Ellie Weisel or Eli Weisel I I can never f- figure out how to pronounce his first name um Ellie. whether it's Ellie thank you I always go back and forth on that okay thank you so much um yeah that that one's been on my list for a long long time I feel like it doesn't need a ton of explanation as to why but um I know a lot of people have read it for school but I've never had it on a school reading list so that's definitely on there um and then when it comes to like non-classic books, I can just, I'll just like rattle these off pretty quickly here. There's Ace of Spades, which someone else already said, Children of Blood and Bone, which I, you know, that's like not even a book that people are even talking about anymore because it's so old at this point in terms of, in terms of recent history, which feels like every year is flying by, but I still haven't read it. Um, All of Karen M. McManus's stuff because she she wrote one of us is lying which I think I read that one but there's a lot more uh lots more of uh Lee Bardugo which I already said Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda which I still haven't read which is such a problem um The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue everyone had very mixed feelings about this book in this within this podcast I'm curious as to where I fall on that uh Will Grayson Will Grayson is one of the only John Greens that I have not read yet uh and then actually the, the three that I added that you said, Caroline, I also want to do The Great Gatsby, The Picture of Dorian Gray, and The Secret History. Those are also ones that I forgot to add originally. So yeah, that's my list. Uh, I'm sorry for taking up a lot of podcast time on that. Oh, yep. Caroline just wrote in the chat that she has very mixed feelings about Ida LaRue. So I'm, I'm really interested about how I feel on that one. Um. So our next question, now that we've kind of gone through our traditional reading list sort of style, the next question is, how did you decide on these? Uh, Was it like friend recommendations or just things that had been in the back of your mind forever? How did you go about tackling which books out of the many hundreds of thousands of books you wanted to put on your bucket list? So for me, it was like a mix of all things. Like a lot of these books came from the podcast or just um, Quill Ridge and like being involved in them. Um, Social social media, of course. Um, And then just like, I guess, hearing about these books, like them being mainstream, mainstream, like of course, Harry Potter. Everybody has has talked about those books like for years. So of course, 
um, to me, that's like one of the classics that I like have to read. Um, but really just like hearing people talk about it, like hearing about it on social media, the podcast and just Quill Ridge and just, I don't know, I guess just like being like surrounded by people that like books, you hear about them. I don't know. <laughs> so for me, my list like that I just gave is very much like surface level bucket list. Like there are so many other books that I want to get to someday. Um, but a lot of it is like, social media, YouTube, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. And for a lot of classics, though, I have this poster that's not on my walls anymore, anywhere for whatever reason. Um, But it's like a hundred books to read in your lifetime. And it's like a scratch off thing. And so it has like a ton of classics. And that's for me is like a lot of where I get like classic ideas. But beyond that, they're just like books that I see on my radar. I have pretty covers and I'm like that looks good so yeah I as as a person who is a very old person trapped in a very young body I I don't really go to YouTube or Instagram that much I'm like an old soul I don't I forget about the existence of social media a lot which is friends have told me is fortunate for me but I don't know so I kind of forget about that whole side of like you know booktube and all of that which I should I should really I should really get into that more but um I I feel like a lot of the classics came from like when I was little and everything when it became apparent that I really liked to read there were a lot of like how do I say this? Like there were a lot of opinions about, you know, how great that is. And like my whole family was like, Oh, that's so great. You're a reader. That's wonderful. And so then like, I kind of like over the years internalized, like, Oh, these are what readers should read. Like these are the great books. And as a reader, I should read these. Um, some of them I feel like I've, I did read and I didn't like, and a lot of them I do like. And so these are kind of like books on my list that I feel like anyone who's really into reading should read at some point in their life. Um, for a lot of the classics, there's also a whole section that's just like authors that I've read some of, but I want to read more of. For example, Toni Morrison. I've only read one book by her, but then I really want to read a lot more. There are several others that I didn't even get to on the list that are really just authors that I want to read a lot more of. Um, most of those come just from like really liking the style of the book and not even necessarily the content, but like how the book makes me feel. Like there are certain authors that I read and the book just makes me feel like calmer and comforted. So then I want to read more of their stuff. And then for the YA stuff, a lot of it has come from this podcast. Like 99% probably has come from the podcast and hearing what people have talked about over and over. And then also from the first description they've given, there are some books where I'm like, oh, how have I not heard of that? That seems exactly like what I want to read. And so then that kind of goes on my bucket list books. Um, okay, so our next question is, let's see. Okay, our next question is, do you have any bucket list authors to meet or bookstores to go to? I can go real quick. Um, so for me, I only have one author. I'm not like a huge author person, if that makes sense. Like I'm not someone who, if I love an author, I will always read all of their books constantly. Like I will, I will look at their like books and whatever, but I'm not someone who like hones in on one author. But an author I love to meet is Rick Riordan because I do love his books and I will read pretty much anything he writes. Um, so there's that. Um, and then for me, bookstores I would love to visit. 
My first one's not a bookstore, it's a library, but the Peabody Library in Baltimore, Maryland looks gorgeous. If you've never like looked it up, seen it, whatever, look it up. It's like, it's incredible. You can get married there, which is so cool. So that's definitely one. Um, and then the Strand in New York is one that I would love to visit one day. And then my last one is a Waterstone store, which I think they're kind of like the Barnes and Noble of London or whatever. Like, I think it's a very common bookstore, but in Europe, so not where we are. So those are my three, I guess. So for me, but I agree, um, Caroline, I'm not really like a, a author person, like you said, um, but two people I would love to meet, um, one, Angie Thomas, um, of course, like, I would love to meet her, I think I would be like fangirling the whole time, <laughs> um, and then Marissa Mayer, which I know she has visited Quail Ridge before. And I, after I read the first Lunar Chronicles, so Cinder, I realized that she came to Quail Ridge. I was like, dang, I could have met her. Um, but yeah, those two authors I would really love to meet. And then not so much a bookstore because they're really, the bookstore that I only go to are like Quail Ridge or Barnes and Noble <laughs> or honestly Target. But um, a library I love to go to is the New York Public Library. Um, it looks so pretty and I would just love to just like go there and see what type of books they have came, like if you can check them out or not and just like see what the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, environment's like there, but yeah. Okay. So for authors, I think I have two. Okay. Yes. So the first one is Celeste Ng. We've talked about like so many times. Um, but I just feel like when it comes to authors I want to meet, the authors I want to meet are the ones that wrote books that are like so good that I'm like, they're the ones where I'm just like have complete admiration for them. And I just want to know like everything about them because they seem like really interesting people. And she seems like a very interesting person. So she would be cool to meet. Uh, the other one is Kazuo Ishiguro, who I also have talked about like a lot in the last couple of months because I read like one book that he wrote and now I've decided that I completely love everything he wrote even though I haven't read the rest of it yet so my opinions could change but he also just seems like a very interesting person so that's kind of how I choose the authors I want to meet and then for bookstores um I'm I'm getting kind of excited um I'm getting very stressed out for like junior and senior year of high school but I'm getting excited about college tours of college libraries which is kind of a random choice but like that that's like a thing that is on my radar and I'm thinking about it and I'm like oh this will be a way to make up for the stress of the rest of it um not really but I'm I'm really excited about that and then the other one is I've been to Asheville a lot of times in my life but like almost every time I found a different bookstore that I love and just visiting more bookstores in Asheville they just seem to have a lot a large number of very cool ones so that's that's my list for that um our next question is oh okay so was this the first time you've ever actually thought about this list or did you already have like are you the kind of person that keeps a list like this um yeah <laughs> I already had this list together <clears throat> I've been forming this list for like months like it anytime I come across a book that seems interesting or like I would like it I write it down and I, I have them on my phone like I have everywhere I think I have some on Goodreads I have them in the library app I have them on 
the library catalog. Like I literally have lists of books everywhere. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, this list was already formed. <laughs> I would say yes and no. Um, like sitting down and writing like bucket list books. This is the first time I've done that. But like, I do have, like I've already mentioned, my poster with cool books to read in your lifetime. And like, when it comes to Christmas time, I do a lot of like, what books I want to read in the next year or whatever. But I haven't like sat down and really thought about like, books I would love to read at some point, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I used to be really good about making lists of books, but I kind of fell off of it and I started just like reading and just like, you know, I started just, you know, sort of just finding what I could and kind of going with the flow a little bit more on my reading. But this is definitely the first time that I've ever thought about my bucket list books. And it was kind of interesting to think about because first of all, I feel like it reveals a little bit more about my taste in books than I already knew about myself. Um, But yeah, and then... Um, my next question is, oh, are there any books that were previously sort of on your bucket list that you read and what were your thoughts on them? Um, I can go, I guess. Sorry, I don't know if my computer froze or not, but, um, I don't, I could, I guess Frankenstein has been on my bucket list for like a year and I read that last month and it's like, it's really good. Like, Mary Shelley is a good author. I will say, if you're going into it, keep your expectations very different than how, like, as I've been describing it, it's less so, like, scary monster and more so, like, introspective look into humanity. But it's really good. Like, I would recommend it. Yeah, um, Frankenstein actually was one that was previously on my bucket list. I kind of forgot about that. It was really good. I really liked it. Okay, so um, there have been a couple. So I read, let me think, where I had a list. Okay. So um, in like seventh grade was the last time I sort of made a bucket list of books. Um. And then two of the ones that were on there that stick out particularly in my mind as being really good were um, The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck and Black Boy by Richard Wright. And I feel like I've talked about the second one a lot, probably. Um, Both of them are really good, very different. So um, the Richard Wright Wright one was really interesting. I've talked about that one a lot. lot. It's about... um, uh, Richard Wright himself it's an autobiography of his time growing up during the great migration and then moving to the north um being sort of disillusioned by what he thought it was going to be and what it ended up not being um his time in the communist party his kind of like thoughts on that I've talked about that a lot it was really good I was glad that I read it and same for the good earth that was uh I feel like I've talked about that one too um set in like pre-imperial China in rural or yeah pre-imperial China in the rural area um of this man who starts out as pretty poor and then sort of gets wealthier and wealthier and kind of like shows the progression of like the psychology of how he ends up 
being, you know, more and more, um, you know, becoming more and more like the people that he used to hate um, and more and more like oppressive of people around him. That one was really interesting. Also on my list was Jane Austen in general. I started reading those like seventh grade. Um, All of those exceeded my expectations. Um, They're one of my favorite. They're some of my favorite books. Um, I read Romeo and Juliet in this last year, which was really interesting. Definitely been on my bucket list. It's like one of, you know, the most talked about books, I think, period. Um, Definitely... I also kind of had the same experiences with Frankenstein. I sort of expected it to be like this great romance. Um, and I'd heard people, other people say like, you know, Shakespeare kind of meant it to be a parody and meant it to be like, oh, this is what happens when you fall in love too young. And like, it's not meant to really be um, like, this is what you should do kids. But it was, um, I think more of an obvious connection. Like, I think it was more obvious in the play than I expected it to be that it was saying that this is not a good thing because um yeah I expected it to be a lot more romantic it I don't think it was it was very it was really really quick um so you didn't really get to know the characters that well and yeah I think it was it was different than my expectations and then the last one was the Hazelwood so I read that um had a great experience of the Hazelwood and I'm really glad that I read that one so for me like in terms of like the classics I and obviously this is because of school because on my own time I would not read them but I have read okay technically I have read like The Pride and Prejudice and um, Jane Eyre however I kind of skipped through them because I was one of those people who if I wasn't interested I would kind of like skip through so technically yes I've read it and technically no I haven't but I want to reread it um because I I've just seen just like a lot of people say that the Pride and Prejudice is really good so eventually I reread that um but in terms of like recent books I can take off the Hazelwood because I read that loved it nothing bad to say about it um one of us is lying because I've I've just had like a whole like I don't know just like a weird thing with that like I started it didn't finish it started again but finally finished it so that one was good um technically I guess I can put um the hate you give up there too because I've wanted to read that for years which I just never did for whatever reason but recently read that as well which I loved um I honestly I think that's it because I like I have a lot of books that I have on the list but haven't read them but I think those couple ones I can say I've read okay so we've been through all of the questions that I had we have a couple more minutes than we expected we'd have. So because we rushed through so quickly our reading list thinking we wouldn't have time, we actually have some time to add a couple more books to that list. So if either of y'all want to to contribute a couple more that you didn't weren't able to mention before, now is the time to do that. I'll give a couple more because I definitely have quite a few that I glazed over, didn't mention, but would love to read one day. Um, I would love to read like Charles Dickens, um, Tales of Two Cities. That's him, right? Um, <laughs> A Christmas Carol. Um, some, just like some of his books. Um, Mark Twain. Some of his stuff would be nice to read one day. Uh, um, and then Name of the Wind by Pat. I don't know the author. Why am I acting like I know the author? But it's like, it's an adult fantasy book. 
that sort of, I, I've heard it be described as like Harry Potter-esque with like magic school. Looks really good. I've been recommended it by friends and whatever. Um, I thought I had more. I don't think I have more. I can't think of any more. Actually, I can't. I'm a mess right now. But The Book Thief, I would love to read The Book Thief one day. I've started it like twice. I don't know why I haven't gone through it, but one day I will read it. So for me, I'm going to do a, just like a tad bit more classics because I literally just Googled classic books to read. Um, and a lot of them I've heard, heard good things about and I do want to read them. Um, but The Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Um, a lot of people have read this like through school. I haven't give, been given the opportunity to, to read it yet, but it seems really interesting. So I would like to read that. Um, also, too, we can put it there to reread The Pride and Prejudice, because, again, I skipped through it. <laughs> um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I guess I can put The Great Gatsby up there, too, because that was another book that I skipped through. <laughs> another one, Fahrenheit um, 451. I've heard really good things about it, and I saw that it got turned into a show, I think, like, on HBO or something like that. Um, so that seems really good, but then going back to my personal, um, list, um, and I don't have the authors for most of these, but I'll give you the sun, and a lot of these I heard from the podcast, um, The Bane Chronicles, Moxie, um, Six of Crow, um, You'll Be the Death of Me, I think I already mentioned that, um, Harry Potter series, of course. Um, the Haunting of Hill House, which I heard from Taylor like a couple episodes back. I've seen the show on Netflix, but I didn't even realize it was a book, which I think for me, that's like always the case. Um, let me see. The Time Traveler's Wife. Um, Sadie by Courtney Summers. I don't remember what that was about, but it, I kind of remember writing that down. Um, and yeah, I think that, that's pretty much it. Okay, I've written down like several more than I even thought of. So that's that's great. But also I have many that I, I didn't even get to mention. So um, Know My Name by Chanel Miller is a like, I guess not a biography kind of thing. Um, Chanel Miller, um, if you followed that case a couple of years back at all, was the survivor of a really, really awful um, rape at Stanford University by a... Um, a swimmer on scholarship there and her case became sort of like incredibly famous because there was a lot of prejudice and a lot of racism and also just a lot of sexism that went into the trial and she released um an autobiography based on that uh the biography of Malcolm X has been sitting on my shelf forever and ever uh finally one day I will hopefully get to that um educated by Tara Westover that book was like really I'm sure you've heard of it because it was really famous a couple years ago and I kept meaning to read it and I've actually like listened to several podcasts that had her interview but I still haven't actually read the book yet so hopefully that will happen um and then also I had um oh yeah Kurt Vonnegut very 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 quick change there I went from like current to the very not current but um I don't even really know what Vonnegut writes like I don't actually know that much about even the genre that he writes it but it just seems like a thing that I would like because I've just heard a lot of people talk about how much they like Kurt Vonnegut so I feel like I should probably read read something that he's written 
Um, and then the last one is Daisy Jones and the Six, which um, Caroline suggested on the podcast. And it seems like something that I would really like. So those are kind of the ones that I didn't manage to get to. Now that we managed to kind of give a little bit more of a complete summary that we didn't get to in the first place, that is all of our discussion questions and all of our books, I think. Um, Of course, there are many more, I'm sure, that that we forgot about. But yeah, I feel like this was a fun conversation. I feel like I need to go read now. But um, I don't have any announcements for next week, except for that... We'll be having some fun episodes coming up. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll be having an episode coming up around Native American literature, which should be cool um, this month because it's Native History Month. Um, we'll have um, we'll have some really cool things coming up. There, we'll have some cool Christmas things. We'll have some cool January things. We we plan really far out in advance, guys. But that's about all that I've got for y'all today unless anyone here has any more announcements all right well then with that I guess we can say bye so bye bye to learn more about tab visit qrb.tumblr.com or quailridgebooks.com and check out qrb teen on instagram to see spotlights promos and more